Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Arthur Sagoda, who is Director of Supply Chain IT Solutions at Axit, a Siemens company. And today we're going to talk about IT in the age of supply chain complexity, important attributes for success. Now, we know that you know, complexity is kind of a normal part of supply, chain, uh, uh, supply chains today, but when you factor in the fact that um, you know, it's ever-changing, the nature of this complexity is ever-changing, and also the fact that it's rapidly changing, it really puts, you know, the spotlight on the need for IT systems to be able to enable and support, you know, supply chain processes in this kind of new environment. You know, so what are the kind of the critical attributes for success in this age of supply chain complexity? Well, that's the main question that we're going to kind of dive into today with Arthur, who's kind of in the front lines there at Axit, working with, with companies uh, uh, from across different industries and obviously from, a, from an IT perspective as well. So, uh, Arthur, great to have you on the program. Hello, Adrian. Uh, it's really great to have you also here and be, be there uh, with all the audience. Um, yeah, complexity in the, in the supply chain, I think it's uh, arising in the last years and especially with, uh, let's say, the world uh, which is getting flat. So, I cannot imagine right now a manufacturer who doesn't have suppliers in Far East or on in Europe and vice versa, customers in the other parts of the world. So with all this e-commerce uh, trends, what we have right now, I think it's pretty easy for any of us to just buy something from uh, a manufacturer which is really hundreds or thousands of miles away. So this, uh, I mean, this... Uh, easy accessibility of all the products around the world because of the internet. This makes uh, also the uh, supply chain, which is behind that, uh, very, very challenging. Yeah, no, I think you, you hit on a, a, a few things there, which I was going to, you know, kind of, was going to be my first question in terms of, you know, what defines, you know, this, this level of complexity, right? So, you know, you talked about globalization, obviously, a little bit there. Uh, you, you talked about, um, you know, e-commerce, which for not, not only retailers, but, you know, manufacturers are getting more and more involved in. Um, I mean, are there other, you know, when you look at different industries that you work with, I mean, are there other uh, uh, factors or ways that you could, you would say, gosh, this is kind of an example of how supply chains are getting more complex? Um, so I think that uh, one of the issues is that, uh, Many companies, uh, they have a lot of internal initiatives to optimize their processes. And, uh, and there is a certain end to, to which you can optimize the company itself without going beyond the four walls of your uh, facilities and integrate with the external network. And, uh, and this is uh, definitely the, the next big step that can bring you a lot of benefits when you go out of the four walls, integrate with your suppliers, integrate with your customers and uh, and try to build a kind of joint process uh, across all these uh, companies. And I believe on one side, this gives you potentially very big benefit. On the other side, this raises uh, to the square complexity because you are not on, only within your uh, facility with your own people, sometimes your own culture, uh, not only company culture, but the country culture, but you, you, uh, you are exposing your company to a completely different world. And I believe this is, this is the main challenge for the, 
uh, a current supply chain. Uh, that's, a, that's a great point. I mean, I think just to, to paraphrase a little bit of what you said, I mean, I think when you look, you know, a lot of companies have gotten to that point, which is, is, is never a finished project for them in terms of trying to get their internal processes and orders and systems and orders. But now I think a lot of more companies are recognizing the fact that they need to look beyond, you know, their four walls and, and really start improving their approach to truly supply chain processes, kind of the, the, the network approach to, you know, managing the different processes that go across, you know, entities. But there you've got, you know, I think the, the buzzword or the word that we've been talking about for many years is, you know, the importance of collaboration, right? Collaboration from a people side of things. And then it becomes important from an IT side as well, right? In terms of being able to more effectively um, exchange information and knowledge, you know, across, you know, company, uh, you know, the four walls of each individual company. Is, is that a kind of a fair summation of kind of how you uh, view the complexity? I think, yeah, yeah, this is a spot on, uh, uh, especially this uh, collaboration between uh, different parties. This is something where uh, with the current, current, let's say, analog tools, sometimes analog processes, what we have, we cannot uh, compete with the others. So, so having a sometimes modern IT tool which supports you in this collaboration, this is also a key value. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think we, we've, we, we've seen globalization, uh, you know, continue to be a, a challenge. And of course, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, buzz lately here after the, the U.S. presidential election with, you know, the role of NAFTA and free trade agreements. So you can see how that complexity is going to continue to, you know, to, to, to change. On the e-commerce side, you know, we just went through the holidays a few weeks back and saw the key role and growth, you know, with e-commerce uh, as well. Um, I mean, what, what do you see as, um, you know, some of the, the, the challenges or hurdles that companies have to overcome, you know, to, to address this complexity, you know, particularly from an IT perspective? I mean, you talked about kind of some of the analog systems or perhaps outdated IT systems being one of them. But what, what other challenges do, do, do you see companies facing in, in addressing this, this complexity? Mm. So I think... Uh yeah, you mentioned IT systems, and uh, in many cases, the the uh, existing systems in uh, in many companies they are pretty old-fashioned. They were developed, let's say, in the era where uh, everybody thought about internal optimization. So they are not so open uh, to this external collaboration. This is definitely one of the let's say IT hurdle uh, everybody has, and based on that. Uh, Talking to many customers of ours, uh, I very often observe that uh, there is also a big challenge in the processes inside the company. I mean that uh, uh, many companies are still very siloed structured. So there are different divisions or departments which do not really collaborate to each other. And on the contrary, uh, at the end of, uh, for example, uh, visibility project what a company is introducing. So very often they do not see um, this as a benefit, but at the end it turns out that uh, introduction such a modern IT tool, which uh, uh, facilitates collaboration between not only external partners, but also internally between different departments. This uh, in fact demolish all the walls which uh, existed before before between departments. So, so people start really to collaborate more openly and you get much more trust between different, uh, different operations. 
Yeah, no, you know, it's interesting because, you know, on the one hand, you know, you can make the argument, it's almost like the chicken and egg, right? I mean, yeah, you make the argument that, you know, you have to have a change in mindset, right, to truly be more collaborative, to really take a step back and say, okay, the, the status quo, the way we, we're currently doing our processes, you know, very siloed fashion, as you mentioned, is, is not going to get us to that next level of success. Um, so you have to address your, your processes or your way of thinking. Um, it sounded like that what you said is that, you know, technology is a path to helping facilitate that mindset, right? Because um, some of the newer technology tools, particularly those that are cloud-based, that are network-based, um, you know, while, while technology in and of itself is, is not a silver bullet solution, it, it can serve as that platform to at least open the eyes of people how there is a different way that you could potentially be working. Is that right? Yeah, this is uh, pretty correct. And, uh, you know, all of us are using this uh, new technology in our private life. And uh, this is also a challenge for many IT software providers that uh, people with this uh, um, uh, customs, let's say, uh, with this behavior, they then expect something similar from commercial software, I mean, business to business software. So this is also a big challenge for, for IT providers. And uh, I believe there, there are some of them who are really uh, um, uh, catching up and, uh, and bringing this uh, modern collaboration tools uh, into, into an IT landscape of their customers. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I want to I uh, you know, come back to you know, uh, some of the success factors from an, from an IT perspective, but uh, just to stick with this, you know, conversation around complexity. I mean, one, you know, one approach to minimize complexity is, is to drive standardization, right? So if everybody did, you know, uh, certain processes the same way, um, you know, it certainly, you know, will facilitate things. Um, but, but the reality is that every company, every industry has their own unique requirements and, and, and processes, right? So, uh, so flexibility becomes important, particularly from an IT perspective. And then you also have the fact that, you know, like I mentioned earlier, supply chains are, are continuously changing and they're changing quickly. So agility is another, you know, important factor. So how do you balance those three factors, you know, standardization, which could lead to, you know, easing the complexity challenge, but then also the need for flexibility and agility? Yeah, definitely this is a challenge. And especially if you do not have an IT landscape, which is... Uh, appropriate for that or, or helps you in that and then this is even more challenge and uh, um, I think that the biggest uh, thing is to on one side have an IT system which uh, allows you to, to prepare a kind of standard modules for different parts of your global process and then uh, whenever a different market or different requirements of your customer are requires to adapt it, then you can easily, flexibly uh, modify that. You know, like, uh, um, for example, automotive industry, I, I believe is a pretty good uh, uh, case here, is for building a car, in fact, uh, a lot of components in the car are standardized. So then an automotive manufacturer is able to build out of that uh, really smart solutions. And I believe something similar on IT uh, is also needed when you have some modular components for different parts of your process. But then you 
as an owner of this IT infrastructure, you're able to combine it flexibly and uh, prepare the solution for your own customers in a flexible way. So, so this sounds like, um, just to make perhaps a, a silly analogy, but it's almost like, uh, you, you know, we, I've got four kids and, uh, you know, they're all big fans of Legos, right? So you have the little Lego blocks. So just to kind of make an, an analogy here, you know, you can think of those Lego blocks as kind of the, the standard components, if you will. And it could be a standard, you know, tendering function or it could be a standard uh, invoicing, you know, function as an example. But every company is going to um, uh, orchestrate or put together those processes in, in different ways based on the requirements. So it's having the flexibility, just like a, a, a child can put those blocks in very different ways a company to be able to take those quote-unquote standard IT components or, or, or standard process components and, and put them together in a way that meets their specific requirements. Yeah, and this is a great example of what you gave. So at the end, this, what is important is not that you, let's say you as an IT, uh, is able to build the house for your uh, children using the bricks. It's they can just uh, so that the IT is so easy that the child or the business in this case is able let's say to combine it and uh, to somehow design the process and uh, the supportive IT uh, themselves without let's say so big involvement of external consultants external IT people and so on and I think this is uh, the way uh, how, how the world is uh, as the IT world is developing right now yeah, that's a, that's a great point there at the end. I mean, I think um, many companies have undergone the, uh, the pain, if you will, of, you know, the, these projects that uh, were multi-year, multi-million dollars, right, and, and just took a lot of time. And I think the, the reality is today is that, number one, companies don't have that, you know, multi-million dollars of budget to spend, right? Uh, and, but even more importantly, more critically, they, they can't wait, you know, a year, two years, three years to enable some of the things they need to enable because, you know, the competitive environment and customer requirements are changing so quickly. So I think, you know, it's, it's you know, that kind of puts new pressure on the, what IT needs to be able to deliver moving forward, right? Yes, yes, definitely it is. So so let's uh, so let's let's kind of explore that a little bit more. I mean, so how would you you know complete the following you know sentence, right? IT in the age of supply chain complexity must what? You know, in other words, what attributes or capabilities must companies look for? So I would say uh, IT must become a commodity. I mean, that, that this is really not something sophisticated, a kind of secret knowledge uh, uh, kept only by a special group of people, and, uh, but a kind of simple to use tools which uh, uh, are easy to understand for the by the business and, uh, and um, that the business themselves, they can imagine how easily just combine all of them to, to have an tool which can really support the real process and not vice versa. I see in many uh, of our customers that they have the real process and uh, they have some tools which support parts of the or fragments of the process, 
But then there is a lot of manual processes around that just to make the real process running smoothly. So people use uh, Excels, people use emails and different sort of communication. And the, only the head of the operation operator of this complex, let's say, environment. So this is the only uh, place where you see that, if you're able to see, the complete picture of the, of the process. So I think the, um, the role of the new modern IT is to be able to, to fill these gaps. So whenever uh, you have a standard process, I don't know, in inbound logistics for a manufacturing company, and whenever they need some deviation, they need some additional parts in it, then you are able really to flexibly adapt the tool almost on the fly uh, and uh, cover this part which otherwise would be done uh, manually. This is, I think, uh, the, the, yeah, this being a commodity, be, being such a flexible modular software which, which you can combine together and build uh, support for your processes. I think this is the main role for, for IT right now. Yeah, so I just, just so that I understand, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying when you, when you say, you know, commodity is what you're basically saying is that, you know, the, the business people, in this case, let's say supply chain people, the ability for supply chain people to put on an IT hat and be able to be empowered uh, or, and have the, the, the capability to um, uh, enable new capabilities or functionality in response to what new, whatever new requirements are, are coming their way without having to, in, in most cases, having to, you know, put in an IT request with their IT department, you know, wait three months, six months, nine months for, you know, to, to be able to have someone code, you know, what they need, et cetera. So really what you're trying to do is as much as possible, put the capabilities and the tools and the know-how by making it easy to use, intuitive, flexible, into the hands of the frontline users to be able to respond to this complexity in a more timely manner. Yeah, I think this empowering of, uh, of end users, this is something what, what is happening now in, in IT world and uh, I think we, we cannot stop it anymore. Right, right. I think it's certainly just because, like you mentioned earlier, I think we're all getting accustomed to that in, in our own private lives and in the, in the consumer world, uh, particularly with a lot of the, the social media, you know, applications that, that we interface with. Um, you, you know, for, then from, an, from another perspective, you know, when you, you think about from a cross-company collaboration communication, you know, standpoint, uh, you know, I would think that certainly there's a lot of momentum today with cloud-based solutions, you know, network-based solutions, as I like to call them. Uh, I, I would think that that is another um, critical component, you know, to this is, you know, kind of looking at your supply chain from a network-based perspective and then having a technology platform that is all also network-based. Exactly. Uh, I believe the current technology, so the cloud, let's say in general, uh, this is, I think, the first time that uh, that people can connect the suppliers in a faraway country just at a click of the mouse. Yeah. So, so this is really typically the integration of uh, external parties is uh, on technical level is uh, not anymore a problem. This is what is sometimes a challenge is uh, to ensure that you are talking the same language. So per analogy, I would say, like in the previous uh, or past years, you can just pick up the phone and uh, phone the supplier on the other side, but you still speak 
probably two different languages, Chinese and English, let's say, or, uh, or German and English. And uh, this is the same in IT. So, so just uh, the technical connectivity, just, this is just bread and butter right now, but the, the clue is to be able to, uh, to understand the data from uh, each party, that uh, the supplier is sending you something which is really meaningful, and on the other side, that is uh, good quality. And this is, I think, the main, uh, the main competence of, uh, of uh, especially our company, I guess, that, uh, that we have really uh, good quality interfaces to many suppliers and, uh, and carriers around the world. And, uh, uh, and with this quality, we can, uh, we can offer that to, to our customers also. Yeah, you know, I think another aspect that's getting more attention today, uh, particularly from a network-based uh, solution or perspective was, and I'm going to overly simplify here, but it, it used to be that for a lot of supply chain uh, organizations, um, the main form of communication and integration was EDI, and they only kind of integrated with their very largest trading partners because they were the only ones that had EDI capabilities themselves. I think you fast forward it today, moving forward, a lot of companies are recognizing that that 80-20 rule is no longer um, you know, sufficient, that they really need to integrate, communicate, collaborate with even those long tail you know, partners and you know, suppliers, uh, logistics service providers, and the like, that historically, uh, they're the ones that they had to you know, pick up the phone and call, or it was all paper-based via fax. But bringing them onto the network now with some of these newer technologies is something that uh, I think a lot more companies are looking for. Do you see that as well with, with your customers looking to kind of bring on a greater percentage and, and try to strive for 100% connectivity, if you will? Yes. Uh, very often I hear that, for example, a plane cannot fly even when one tiny part, which is maybe even a kind of commodity part, but it is not available. Yeah. So from that perspective, uh, really have a total visibility in uh, uh, the complete supplier base. Uh, this is really vital for, uh, for manufacturers especially. And I believe a similar thing is on uh, distribution logistics when, uh, when you ship the goods to your customers. Great, right. So, um, so, so how do you, you know, when you look at you know, supply chain professionals, right? Now, how can supply chain professionals kind of get buy-in from um, their IT colleagues, upper management, and, and their trading partners to, you know, to make the necessary changes uh, and, and investments to kind of move in this, in this direction? So, hmm. I think uh, it very much depends on the company culture. Uh, the, the more companies open for uh, new ideas and innovation, uh, the easier it is, I believe, to uh, those uh, to buy in someone yeah? to, to, to reach your uh, reach w with your idea to even upper management but I can imagine that there are still companies we, where this um, let's say culture need to be built and uh, from our experience I think the best would be to start small yeah? to, to start to build a small but uh, viable uh, business case and uh, Try to build a project around that, uh, and then uh, with the existing IT offering, I believe you are able to pretty fast deliver an IT solution that supports this. 
changing your process, for example. Uh, and this is how you can also build trust between the supply chain people and IT people when they are able really within one or two months deliver something which is workable and which brings value to the business. And with such a small business case, I believe it's much easier than uh, talking to upper management, showing them real solution, uh, real value, what it can bring to the company, and then trying to, uh, uh, to buy them in for, for a larger project. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I agree. I think you're always, uh, you know, the approach of trying to get those small wins, those small success proof points, if you will, you know, always helps to, um, you know, get that buy-in, not only, for, like you said, from the training partners, but also, you know, for, for, for upper management. You know, I think for, you know, even for upper management, obviously, a lot of times you have to put, even, even for a small, uh, you know, project, you still have to be able to tie it into the, you know, the financials side of things. You know, how is this going to, you know, save us money or how is this going to help us increase revenue or how is this going to help us respond to a competitive threat? Um, so, so I think that, that uh, you know, those, those are some of the pieces there as well, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, the more, let's say, uh, beneficial such uh, cases in terms of financials also for the company, I believe the, the easier it is to, to convince others. Yeah, and I th- and I think as long as the um, you know the, the the costs and the benefits are you know clear and measurable and and it's balanced, right? So that you know, particularly from the external party standpoint, to say, hey, you know, we're doing this. It's not only going to benefit us; it's also going to benefit you in these ways, right? And and so that they can see a value proposition at their end as well, um, and even internally, right? You know, if you need the help of warehousing, if you need the, the help of inventory management, if you need the help of of uh, you know finance or supplier management, you know it, it's communicating internally. You know why this is uh, you know the, why the value proposition is not just limited to one department, but really you, you know spans across you know different organizations. Yeah, I think the main obstacle is sometimes also in our head. I believe uh, many of us are still uh, thinking in IT investment as a kind of multi-billion investment. Uh, years long uh, so whenever you start to talk about something like that having this in mind i believe uh, um, it's hard to to convince someone but when you show a real life example when something was really introduced fast and delivered the value then then it's much easier to to, to start with that yeah and no, i think it's a great uh, that's a, that's a great point and and um you know, I think in our, you know, private lives, I mean, we see how quickly, you know, if you, if you think of an app, I mean, it, it literally takes no time to download an app and start using a new app, you know, to, to, to do something or, you know, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook or any other application, we can enable new functionality, you know, with a click of a mouse and, and, and we're start do, you know, we can start doing something new and different. Um, you know, obviously in the B2B realm, um, I don't want to suggest that it's, you know, that, that, that quick and easy. But to your point, um, it is vastly different today, or the capabilities are vastly qu- uh, there today to enable that analogous type of time frame and cost where w- that wasn't true, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So I think to your point, I think that mindset of, you know, I think that the mindset is anything that involves LT is going to take multiple years, it's going to take, you know, many millions of dollars. And that's just not true today, right? Yeah, true. And even with some of our customers, we, we use this approach, try before buy, uh, which is 
let's say, very common for small popular software. But even in this enterprise software, what we uh, what we offer right now, we are able to uh, establish very quickly a kind of uh, best practice scenario. Of course, this doesn't fit ideally to the process of the customer, but then during dialogue, during the operations, you are able to adapt the tool uh, to the real customer requirement. Great, great, great example there. Uh, well, Arthur, we're kind of running short on time here, so I'm just going to go right, you know, right to my last question. I mean, as a, as a way to wrap up, I mean, what questions should companies ask to determine if their IT capabilities are aligned with what it takes to, you know, succeed in this age of, of supply chain complexities? I mean, what, what action should they take, you know, to close whatever gaps they have? Yeah, so I think there are a couple of areas in, in which uh, they can uh, try to audit, let's say, their, their own internal operations around here. So one of the first questions I would ask is uh, how easy it is right now to use the IT tools they have. Uh, or another is, uh, for example, how easy it is to integrate external partners. If we talk about this total uh, supply chain visibility, uh, how much effort it is, uh, and independently how IT sophisticated uh, the supplier is. I mean, you can have some mind shops where uh, they do not have an IT system inside, but they can use a web browser to deliver you basically the same information as a more sophisticated one. Uh, another, I would say, uh, we talk a lot about this uh, project agility, so uh, how fast really the, the project can complete and, uh, and deliver value. This is um, another question. And I think the last one, uh, which we also talked about, is that any company right now, I believe, they have some sort of IT system. And the question is, let's say, how much the real process deviates from the uh, the ones supported by the IT tools. How many of the operations are still done manually? I believe this is something which allows a supply chain professional build a picture in, in her or his head to, to see uh, how big the gap between the current IT supporting systems and the, the real supply chain processes is and, uh, and yeah, then, then potentially uh, make the next steps. Yeah, no, th those are all good questions. I, I like that last point. I, I think it would be very uh, informative and educational for, you know, a VP of supply chain or VP of logistics to, you know, after lunch today, you know, walk down to one of their operations and just sit and watch and see how, you know, someone on the front lines is executing a process. And to your point, see how much of it is, being executed within whatever system they have and see where they, you know, step away from the solution because they need to access a spreadsheet to do something else or they need to send the fax or maybe pick up a phone call and, and then see what percent roughly is being done through the solution versus being done through these, you know, uh, non-integrated, more manual, you know, systems. Yeah, definitely. This yeah. Is, I believe this is a good, a good exercise for, for any manager because my feeling is that this, uh, information or imagination, let's say, how uh, an IT infrastructure in our company looks like, it blurs the, the higher it goes uh, in, the, uh, in the management. 
So sometimes I think just going through the, the factory floor, as you, as you mentioned, and watching people, how they really do think, uh, things, yeah, this can be definitely very beneficial. Yeah, no, great, great. So uh, th- th- there's, there's one key action you, you can all take the, for those of you that are listening. Well, uh, Archer, we're, we're out of time. And, you know, like I always say at the end of all our episodes, we, we always just manage to scratch the surface on these topics. But, you know, thank you for sharing your perspective and your insights and your advice on, on this topic. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it's something that we're going to continue to write about and talk about in, in the weeks and months to come. So, again, thank you for making the time to be with us today. Thank you very much. I really appreciate also that. Great. Uh, I want to thank uh, those of you who joined us today. Um, if you're watching this uh, episode on demand, uh, either at the Axit website or the Talking Logis- Logistics website, and uh, you want to ask, uh, you know, submit a question for uh, Arthur or a comment, uh, you can do so via the, that medium. I'm sure that uh, Arthur will be more than happy to respond uh, via that medium. So again, thank you all for joining us today and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.